Three, two, one. You missed you. You missed your cue, Pastor. I did. I did. Like, Three, oh. two, one. Good evening, Bill. Good evening, Pastor. Welcome, dear listener, to episode 114 of The Pastor and the Guy Next Door. Uh, the pastor and the guy next door are both enjoying the fire. Uh, a few more logs were thrown on between, uh, between the end of the last episode and starting this one. And uh, it's, it's a mighty fine fire. Uh, we have, uh, it's a pleasant temperature out here, I don't know, low to mid-60s. We have, uh, we have sweatshirts on, and, but it's a, it's a cloudy night, so no, no chance of satellite spotting. So there will not be any uh, competition here, which <coughs> I won the last two, but that's all right. Uh, we won't mention Sometimes that. Sometimes he cheats. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. Uh, Bill, how could you say that? Well, pastors are human, too. <laughs> well, maybe it's because I remember to clean my glasses. Is well, that cheating? Well, <laughs> I'm more concentrated on the fire. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes, of course. And it is a mighty fine fire we have going here. Oh, it's wonderful. I cleaned the fire pit out last week. That probably helped. Yes, it did. Um, and the wind is actually being very cooperative. It is pretty much the smoke is going away from us. I think for like 10 seconds it came towards us. Well, and it's helping but that you know, to fuel the fire just the right oh, amount. Absolutely. So No, it, it is good. So what were we going to talk? Oh, you were you want to talk about generations. And See, I'm a baby boomer. I'm at the end of the baby booms. Yep. And then, oh, I was going to tell you about uh, school bus policies and when you do and don't get to ride it for free. Right. Which is, and I was confused. Should we start with that? Because then we could, the, then we'll get the boring subject out of the way. Okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Then, well, then I'll we'll try not about, to make it boring, folks. Then, then we'll talk about generations. Oh, okay. we would never make anything boring. All right, go. Uh, we'll see. Okay, so it all comes down to the school. <laughs> oh, if only we were on video. Uh, I so have a come... face that's made for radio and podcast. <laughs> anyway. You know, I may just hit I was snoring last night, I was told. Or was it the night before? Really? I oh, I don't. I don't snore very much, thankfully, which is well, good, or I'm sure I'd hear about it a lot. When the weather, when my sinus gets clogged up, and I'm apt to snore. Well, that, that would do it. All right, so how can we explain this quickly and non-boringly? Free busing. So, school districts, because they draw from a sufficiently wide area, and many parents have employment that they need to do and they can't uh, bring their little chillin to the, the school um, busing is employed to bring the students to the school and each school like board, a taxi service uh, kind of each school board will define its own rules so there are some school districts where everybody is bused and there are other school districts where you need to be beyond a certain distance. Uh, so in Dodgeville, 
for the Dodgeville School District, the distance is two miles, kind of, sort of. So if you live more than two miles um, walking distance from the school, so it's not as the crow flies, it's, it would be the road you would need to walk along to get there. Okay. So if you live more than two That's miles That's good because most more, students don't fly like crows. Uh, that is true. Most of them don't fly at all. Mm -hmm. um, then you are eligible for free busing. All if right. you are a 4K, as we call them, uh, a four-year-old kindergarten student, you are eligible for free busing. Um, Anywhere? Wherever you live. In the school in district? The school district, okay. yes. Then there are certain streets that are declared to be dangerous where it is declared dangerous for the student to attempt to walk from that street to school so it may be less than two miles walking distance from the school but it's been deemed dangerous by a combination of the school superintendent and the sheriff's department so it's crime wild animals like lions tigers and bears lack of sidewalks okay terrain uh, traffic levels, all right, okay. th things like that. All right. So, for instance, Diamond Oaks, uh, which is out on the. Is that on West? Highway Twenty Three? No, it, it's just the other side of the cemetery. Oh yes, yes, yes. I, all yeah. right. No, I guess. Uh, sorry, I know where it is because. Because you drive there. I I drive there or drive past it. Um, some years I pick up from there. Some years I drive past it. So I know where it is. Uh, you know what? That's a pretty big development out there. It is. I walked and, and out there, they and were there's... Just, they were in the process of extending it. Uh, they were putting in more uh, sewer and, and water lines so that they can continue ex extending it. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's well to do. Uh, a lot nice of poor, homes. There's not what? a lot of poor people living no, there. No, 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 no. no. Um, but it is deemed dangerous for... Uh, so, they... The residents of Diamond Oaks get f free busing because it's deemed dangerous for their children to walk from there to school. Must be the coyotes out there. Could be. Could be. Um, for a combination of reasons. but Raccoons. So, maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're especially rabid on that side of town. Could geese. Be. Could be geese too. You know, oh, they get to be mean. Some of those. Yeah. They're mean. Especially the Canadian ones. They're the least polite thing that come out of yep. Canada. And they oh, poop yeah. all over the place, and you walk on them. It's like walking on cigars. Thank you for sharing that. Bill. Well, I just thought I'd let everybody know. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that's that's how it is decided whether somebody uh, gets free busing or not. And then we have what is called paid ride, because the school district will pay us to transport those students to the school. But then you have other people who are like, uh, but I'd like my child to ride the bus. And we go, certainly, please pay the small sum of mumble mumble. And, and we shall gladly pick up your darling student and take them to school. Uh, so well, you that's know, the difference between uh, free busing and, and what we call pay to ride. Uh, and that's because, and, you know, well, there are school districts where our company, Lamers, uh, will, you know, they operate the buses there, and those different school districts have different rules. And some, it's like, yeah, anyone wants to ride, they just ride. It's 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 all's good. 
And for us, it's like, nope, two miles or 4K or designated a dangerous place to walk from, they get free busing. Uh, but anyone else who wants to be bused, the company is wel- the bus company is welcome to transport them and the, the company goes up, you'll, you'll have to pay. You know, I, I can see two sides of it. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, I think the, it depends on the personalities on the school board, number one. Oh, I'm and sure depends, it does. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Yeah. And then where, what did they deem more important? You know, getting kids to school? Or are they uh, helping out more parents that have to work? You know, where do they drive? You know what I mean by that? Yeah. By giving them free busing. I mean, just get the kid to school. If the parent can't afford it, they can't. If they can, they can. But it seems to me if there is no other alternative, and nowadays people live more from check to check. That is just true. give them the ride. Get them to school. And then this is, if they can't, if they miss the bus or they can't afford it because they're paying for something else, and the kid can't get to school, then the parent gets fined because of truancy. Yeah, oh, there's definitely issues. Oh, uh, and you know what? I'm glad I'm not involved in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, because that would all be far too simple, even though that wasn't simple, uh, then you get the school will periodically, they'll waive busing fees for some families. Um, so then that family gets transported. Uh, and then there are others who are, uh, what's the, I'm trying to remember the term. And it's Sunday evening. I'm too relaxed. I've had my cup of tea. I'm too well, relaxed. and the fire is relaxing uh, us, it, too. It, it absolutely is. Oh, dear, uh, dear listeners, you should see this beautiful glowing fire. It, With it the is wind nice. rustling, the leaves, a cool evening in Dodgeville, the Midwest. Doesn't get any better than... October in Wisconsin. Oh, we could have a brat. Oh, I forgot to mention when I was at Pex, I had to get a brat. What a brat at the brat stand from uh, the place in the, that made the brats is out of Plain, Wisconsin. Strakas, extra. Oh, yep, yep. I've had I've had brats from Strakas. They're superb. Prem. They they make good brats. Uh, yeah, that's Weber's in Cuba City. Excellent brats. Yep. Uh, oh, what's the one in Darlington? Uh, it's the last, that's where we got our last Is that batch. the one that starts with the Z? No. Uh, oh, it's not coming. I'll remember later. But anyway, it's the, You'll the probably one you, wake you up drive. At midnight. It's on the far side of Darlington compared you have to, cross to the us. river. You have to cross the river, go up the hill, and then it, it's off. It's on the left. When Weren't you they the working on a new bridge over there? Uh, I think they were just repairing the one they had weren't they oh maybe they were i know it's been a while since i was in darlington it's been a while since i've been there too yeah last time i was there i think i was coaching yeah that's gonna bug you i can't remember anyway the the uh the meat place there that's or meat locker that that's a good place we're very blessed around here we have some wonderful meat lockers it's just some excellent meat you can get you know, sometimes you go to the grocery store and you're looking for a seasoning or this or that and you can't find it. But I tell you what, you go to these meat markets and man, oh man, that'll make up for it tenfold. And it's not any more expensive than the grocery store. Sorry, Piggly Wiggly. But, <laughs> you know, 
these meat markets wouldn't be selling meat if they were overpriced. They'd be out of business. Yeah, um, I think I think they're a little bit more expensive than the the grocery stores. But it's a finer cut of but meat. But it's a, it's a better quality of meat. Yes, and some days it's better to have less but good meat. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So, did we thrash free busing enough? You know what? I wasn't on? even listening to you. Okay, excellent. <laughs> Were you folks listening to him? <laughs> I think we, I, I actually, I'll have to apologize. I was kind of, yeah. I think we did, you know, be, and then it just, I know some of those people on the school board, and I know they aren't going to be listening, and there's a couple characters there that I think are characters, and I'll characters just leave it at that. Characters on a school board? No, these are characters. No, there's level-headed folks. Tell me, but there—I so. mean, there are a couple that are real characters. You know, um, I got a phone call and somebody wanted me to go to on, on the county board, and I'm thinking, I'm now I'm thinking this. Are you nuts? You know, I'm a conservative guy, and they want conservative values, which I understand. But the reason they got out of business is one, lack of energy. To do a job like that, oh, it's only 20 hours a week. I don't even know what they get paid, if anything. 20 hours a week for meetings. Well, you know, 20 hours a week goes into more than that because you have to prepare for the meetings. Yeah. Oh, then you yeah. have to, you know, make sense of it after that, post-prepare. I forget it. Nope, I, I hear you. All right, well, let's hit our uh, our more interesting subject. So, dear listener, uh, you can wake up again now. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about generations. All right. Since so, I'm the elder of the, the who of us, I'm going to say I am a the end of the baby boomers. Bill's a boomer. Okay, boomer. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of I, a cool nickname. I had a guy in, bo- really? in his high school is... Uh, Nickname was Boomer. Boomer Boyle. He's a retired industrial art teacher from Alaska, and now he is a professional dealer for poker. He does the circuit like these World Series of Pokers, and he's got a mustache. He looks like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> I saw okay. him a couple weeks ago. So at he, our high he doesn't school play union. the games. He's the dealer. Oh, he's and, a dealer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just, oh, he's a great guy. And we laughed and joked and talked, and it was like we were back in, in the dorm at Campion again. It was hilarious. And that was the great thing, and I, I, I spoke about this a couple episodes ago, how it didn't matter who you were, how much money you had, how successful you had been. We were all who we were, and that was it. Have we changed a little bit? Oh, yeah, definitely. We weren't as dopey. <laughs> And you know how dopey 16, 17, 18, 19 oh, yeah. year olds can be. Yeah. I mean, we're just like, I think at camping, we were like over the edge dopey. <laughs> but we were just all, our personalities were the same, and we laughed, and we joked, and we cared about each other, and it was just good being with everybody Oh yeah, for 72 hours, and talking, yes. and listening, and and agreeing and disagreeing, but the great thing is no politics. Everybody left their political hat at home. And a far left guy 
said that to me, who I'm a far, I don't know if I'm a far right guy, but I'm, I'm, I'm right. And then I was, I spent a lot of time with another far left guy from South St. Paul. And it was, it was just great. He, and he said to me when we parted, if you're ever in South, South St. Paul, you have a place to stay. Wonderful. And I said, thank you. Wonderful. You know, it's funny you mentioned about young kids being dopey. I had, uh, I had told Emily, my oldest, one time, I said, yeah, because she was talking about how the boys are... They're dopey! Jerks are dopey, yep. Yep, And like, yeah, they, they start sorting out about age 25. Yeah. <laughs> about 25 is when boys get less dopey. They, I don't know why it is, uh, but... Uh, That's just the way God made us. Well, neurologically... Uh, <laughs> okay, neurologically. Now that just tells me you agreed with me. That's the way God made us. Well, true. Well, yeah, I agree with that. But then uh, neuroscience has determined that uh, in guys, I'm, I think it's a little earlier in women, but in guys, uh, the brain finally finishes forming at about age 25. And that's when I opened the store in Dodgeville. There you go. Your your brain had finally had finally finished growing, and you were as awesome as you were going to get. But you know, I did one dopey thing before that. <laughs> I mean, well, when done, I was sober, I've done lots of dopey so do, things. I have we no, could, I have no excuse for this. Things. I had no, no excuse. <laughs> okay. You know, when I was uh, maybe I'd mentioned this on one of the earlier podcasts, but you know, I have a pilot's license. Yes. And I was bound to determine I was going to get this policy license. And you have to do what's called a triangular. Well, my, my long, I had my short triangular done, which is 60 miles between airports from okay. point of beginning to a one, another, and then back home. I had to do a triangular, and one was to Oshkosh. Ah. And my day off happened to be one of the days of the Oshkosh air show. Oh, my. Okay. So <laughs> before I was 25... Dopey, I flew into the Oshkosh Air Show as a student pilot in a single-engined Piper Cub. Wow. I don't know if that's dopey or brave or both. Well, some Uh, people would just say it's stupid. but. So, dear listener, in in case you didn't know, the uh, EAA Air Show at Oshkosh, during that, which is a week or five days, something like that. That's a long time. The... Airport in Oshkosh is one of the ten busiest airports in the world. <laughs> Just for the duration of the show, but it's one of the busiest airports in the world. So yeah, that and was. I flew into it. <laughs> flew into this mess. Well, I suppose if you listen to your air traffic control and you do exactly what they tell you, you should, you should get out of it. Oh yeah, you got to report. You got to let them know where they are. Oh yeah, they yeah, see yeah. you on radar. Oh, they do. And if you do exactly what they tell you, everything should go well. But you have to remain cool of head. Yes, because there's going to be an awful lot of other airplanes flying around. And you know, I think being a baby boomer, it helped me with that because of a lot of parents prior to, they were in World War II. Yes. And it was either a do or die situation. In fact, all right, I'm going to on another tangent like I never had before. <laughs> um, at my okay. reunion, a buddy of mine, are Joe we, are Orico. We, are we coming back to the whole 
Uh, well, we're talking about generation. Uh, yeah, okay, we come well, back so to, right. the greatest generation. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. The greatest generation, a story from them, from a, uh, a baby boomer, camping buddy of mine. His dad was a medic on D Day. And I can't That's remember. That's a busy job. That was a busy job. He told me his dad was in the second wave of medics. Okay. Mm -hmm. The first wave of medics, I can't remember what time he said. Maybe it was 6 o'clock in the morning, 6 a.m. The second wave of medics came in at 6.45. He said every medic, this is a story from his dad, mm -hmm. every medic was shot in the head. Every medic had a little red cross on oh, yeah. their helmet. Mm -hmm. This guy, Dr. Orico, he's a doctor after you know he got back from the war, landed. He saw one medic shot right in the center of his cross. Yeah. He yelled at all the other medics, take your helmets off. Yeah, oh, I believe it. Took the helmets off, and then he continued to say, they used to go to the, the beaches in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Every sun, every weekend, he'd take his kids to, this, to the beach, but he never took his shoes off, and he never walked into the sand. Mm. What, a, what an experience. Anyway, okay, that was the greatest yeah. generation. and it, well, things, that, was a, that was an interesting account, yes. Yes, and I've heard many other stories from a World War I vet who was my uncle, my grandmother's brother, um, several people from Korea. Okay. And World War II, a couple guys from World War II. But anyway, uh, being... Right, generation. So you're, you're a boomer. Yep. Um, Rode in the back of pickup trucks and drank water out of a, a hose. And we used to stab each other with lead pencils. I think that's just a kid thing because I did some of that as well. So I'm an oh, Xer. Okay. <laughs> right. So I'm a Generation X, which is a smaller generation. I think there were fewer of us. Okay. Uh, and then after the Generation X comes the Millennials. And apparently they were... That's a bigger generation than X. So X is this little tiny generation, this little island of sanity between the, the boomers and the millennials. Because the millennials, uh, I don't think anybody likes the millennials, uh, except the millennials. They, they, they like themselves. Well, are they the people that dye their hair purple and uh, put uh, gauges in their ears? And some are, and some are people. I think they're the people. ones that started that. Because oh, okay. uh, I don't think you see a lot of that with, with Generation X people people my age so i'm early x or you know one of the first xers because uh, i think x started in like 64 and i'm a 66 baby and then my wife is towards the end of the xers because she's a 73 baby um and then i don't remember what the the date is for when the the millennial started but this probably the, 2000 the millennial generation is wide enough in, in terms of the number of years that it spans that they talk about early and late millennials um it's like two it's it's almost like two generations or a generation and a half uh but there's there's definite differences between early and late millennials no i never knew that but yeah i had to look this up one time for a presentation i was doing for uh a church training session and there's quite a difference so the x generation is fairly small this 
because, you know, we're tripping over boomers. There's lots of you guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, then you get the millennials. We're going to break Social and, Security. Uh, probably. Uh, so the millennials are the ones that really got started with the dyeing their hair, funny colors, and uh, wearing enormous amounts of tattoos and poking holes in And in my opinion, and, that's pretty goofy. Uh, you're, you're not alone in thinking that. Uh, so, but they they like that. But they can be nice people. Uh, yes, yes. Just keep them away from magnets, because otherwise, all that metal. Oh, yeah, like reminds me of a James with. Bond movie where they had this magnet, and this one guy had a chrome plate in his head, and he oh, yeah. went up to the magnet, and then Bond let the magnet loose, and he was squished like a bug. Quite so. No, I, you don't want that happening. I don't. I don't remember that scene. But he was but, uh, a mean guy. Okay. So it was okay. A bad guy. All right. Um, so mean, then, mean bad mean, guy. Mean bad. Oh, they're the worst. Double yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Continue, please. Uh, so after the millennials comes the. Uh, let me see. Cause X Y. Yeah. So the official name of the millennials was Generation Y. Okay. And uh, is that like a. W-H-Y? Well, because it just... started with X. So we were the generation that came okay. after the boomers, they weren't quite sure what to call us. They called us X because, you know, of course, in science, X is the unknown. So that's why they called us X. So, well, then so... once you've got a letter of the alphabet, the next generation is obviously the next letter, which is Y. But they... Kind of like hurricanes. Just go down the alphabet? Kind of. But then you have of. to have male and female now. Because uh, you're always female back during the... The X generation. I see. Or maybe it was the baby We're, boomers, and, and during the X generation, they questioned that. And then they started male-female hurricanes. I, th- I think they were all female when I was growing up. So I, I think we're, I'm going to blame it on the millennials. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. I think so. Uh, <laughs> so. So then after the millennials come, who are technically, were originally referred to as generation Y, but then they were called millennials because they were in the lead up to the new millennium. Is this a political discussion? No. Okay. I mean, you, you could take it that direction, but we don't do that. But some people could spin it. Uh, yes, we don't But we do don't that. care about them anyway, because no. they're spinners anyway. Yes. You know what happens if you go around in a circles too many times? You get dizzy. And you fall down. Yeah. Uh, so, after generation Y, the millennials, then we get generation Z or Z. Z. The Zoomers. The right. Zoomers is, I think, how people have generally agreed that we're, if we're going to give them, yes, the Generation Z, but uh, we're going to just call them the Zoomers. So that would include both my daughters. They okay. are, because they like to strongly represent to me that they do not consider themselves to be millennials. <laughs> they are not millennials, they are Zoomers. And don't you forget it, Dad. <laughs> it's okay. Wow. So, the, so they want to be the their Zoomers own don't like the millennials either. Okay. <laughs> so the millennials, they uh, they need to work on their their PR because nobody likes the millennials. Well, that's because they don't see anybody face to face. It's always texting and emailing. Uh, and well, in some ways, the Zoomers even are even more that way than the, the millennials, but they're they don't seem to be as obnoxious. Um, well, at least not so far, anyway. So far, they're more polite. Yeah, and then... Caring. And then after the Zoomers, uh, Generation Z, well, then you, you wrap back around to the A's, and I guess they're calling the, the the current 
generation that is coming about, uh, which would include Peter. Okay, the kids you pick up for school. Um, yes. Yeah, most of them. Maybe not the high schoolers. I, I don't know exactly where the cutoff point is between Zoomers and Alphas, uh, but most of the younger ones... They would definitely be alpha. So Peter's alpha. So I got so I got multi generational children, because my daughters are like, we're Zoomers, and, uh, and Peter's just obviously a, an alpha. He doesn't care because <laughs> he's eight. He doesn't care about that stuff. But he's he's an alpha. Uh, so we're no no idea yet how the the alphas are gonna turn out. But that's that's roughly the. The, the age differentiation between the, uh, the generations. Uh, I think it's generally agreed that the, the least favorite generation of everybody is the millennials. Except for the millennials. They love themselves. But uh, everybody <laughs> else is like, oh, yeah, can we just pack them all up and send them to an island somewhere? Well, you know, there's some that are good, there's some that are bad, but... Well, you get it's, that in every generation. Yeah, I mean, and it's think, always think this... about your generation. You you guys had people that went off to uh, Korea and, and Vietnam and served their country, and, and that you had the complete wasters that just lived, that you were on drugs all the time. Blew up buildings in Madison and yeah. killed a guy in the, the math department. You know, it's right. just dumb. So every generation has... Uh, has their dopes and their angels. Yeah, you, you, you've got your you've got your good and bad, but sometimes it seems like there's there's more dopes. Uh, in, you know, the squeaky instance, wheel the, gets the attention. The millennials. Um, so my well, your generation, you your dopes were literally doped. <laughs> they were the yeah uh, yeah. Some of us the, were the, at times. <laughs> the, the the stoners and the the dopes and the the druggies well. and uh, the hippies, and then with Generation X. Ours were the punks and the skinheads. Oh, the guys that wore uh, different color spikes in their hair. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. shaved the sides of their head and or you know, things like that. You don't yes. want to be around magnets that pick up cars because they, they can drop on you, like the guy in the Bond movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So our, you know, speaking on speaking as the sole representative of Generation X here. Uh, the sole representative. Well, present. <laughs> yeah, okay. Currently. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, the, the punks were our uh, ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. Um, and then... Well, I, they were scary looking, too. Yeah, they were. I, I actually got on pretty well with, with most punks. Yeah, but you're a big guy and you knew judo. Well, I'm, I'm sure that had nothing to do with and it. And I'm sure okay. you'd say, now, you'd put your arm around them if they got out of control and say... I think you'd better behave because you're a pretty dominant person. <laughs> okay, well, maybe maybe that helped a little. Probably helped a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, did, I did get on pretty well with the, the punks because uh, one of the, uh, the origins of punk music was rock and heavy metal. Uh, so there was... It was a reasonable crossover between the kind of music that I liked and the kind of music they liked. You know, I have to tell you, uh, if you recall, was not this last summer, but the summer before, when Nick 
Burroughs and Craig Schulte and myself, the college boys mm -hmm. from Loris, went on a hiking trip and then we had a podcast. That yep. what we were in such a interesting time of year or time of life, time of existence, where we had to stay in the dorm, we're at a small college, and we got to know each other very well. But I had before that I had four years prior at a Campion boarding high school. I Campion mm -hmm. my boarding high school. And then I went into another um, experience like that. I was, I'm probably one of the luckiest guys around to have that kind of education, that experience. Uh, I, I would not trade my life for anything, being a baby boomer and having the smoke from this campfire smother me now. But yeah, it was, uh, <clears throat> it was quite an interesting life I had. I've been blessed. Well, I would say I've been blessed too, in different ways, but but definitely right, right. blessed. And not just uh, my education and my personal life. Right. Um, you know, my I have three great kids, three great additions to the family from marriage, and just excellent grandchildren. Except poor Anthony, he doesn't have any pictures on the refrigerator. So Lisa's, she's going to get all kinds of pictures of Anthony and put them on the refrigerator so he doesn't feel like he's left out. <laughs> wow. Anthony, I hadn't realized that was bothering you so much. Well, it didn't until he's noticed it this last weekend. I see. So now Lisa feels bad. I told Anthony I'm going to get a big poster of him and hang it up. <laughs> Hanging in the house somewhere. No, uh, one of my reasons for being so keen on photography is that I get to be behind the camera and then no pictures, fewer pictures get taken of the photographer than anybody else, and I like it that way. I, I, I think I posted 16 or 20 pictures, and I think you saw it from my camping reunion, uh -huh. and I was in quite a few of them. That's because I was taking selfies. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm not overly worried about being in pictures, my my poor wife has to smile really sweetly at me to get me. To well, be in it's, pictures. it's more of Anthony getting to Lisa. Anthony and my wife, <coughs> his mother-in-law, have an absolutely wonderful relationship. They uh, just they're after each other all the time, it, which is fun to see. And it's it's great to hear. And she gets away with a lot more than most mother-in-laws because she is, you know, that's her personality. Anyway, oh, folks, yes. maybe uh, we uh, we don't want to bore you to death anymore, so we should probably. Yeah. So you think we we talked about enough boring subjects this time? Well, I think that we made boring subjects pretty interesting. <laughs> we tried. We we did try. So well, with that, dear listener, from the boomer and the Xer, we wish you good night and God bless. <laughs>